Hey you guys, it's Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back friends, welcome back family. I am honored to be here today and I'm literally like, I say this all the time, I'm thankful for you all. Thank you guys for allowing the Lord to use me. Oh Jesus, God is so good. I just want to tell you guys, like right now, I feel a shift in the spirit. I feel a shift in the atmosphere. Like, mm, what was the Lord was speaking to me yesterday? Like his, his winds, like, ooh, like his fresh winds, like blowing into our lives right now. And it's like, it's funny because yesterday was kind of windy out here. And so I opened the windows just for it to be fresh. And I wasn't even, didn't know how windy it was going to be, but I just felt the winds blowing into my apartment. And I was really thankful for that. Like, and I just heard the God, God saying like his fresh wind. And so I just feel like there's a shift right now. Um, and that's why this word is so relevant. <laughs> like, okay, so let me just, let me just get into it. Okay. So today you guys, I'll be talking about um the wicked being demoted that is that is the hour that is the hour okay god has been wanting me to read this book the book of esther for a minute um and i was dragging my feet about it because i'm like god i remember that story you know what i mean like i didn't i didn't really want to reread it because i think it's like i'm a reader so it for me it's like it hasn't been that long for me, like how I felt, it hasn't been that long, God, for me to go and read it again, kind of thing. It was like I kind of wanted to be like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> so I didn't feel like I forgot. I know what the story is about. It's still pretty fresh on my mind. So God's like, no, I need you to read it again. Um, and you know, the second go round, you know, God has dropped new revelation. Like the, it's like reading another book. It was like reading a whole nother book. I was really amazed and I'm like, wow, God. And I had to repent for like dragging my feet. But um, this is fitting for this season. Like I said, um, the entire book, I encourage you guys to read it yourself. It's so amazing. Um, so I'm literally going to be sharing with you guys what God has given me um, from every chapter of the book of Esther. So I don't know what to call it. So like every Tuesday or every time I upload until we get through the entire book of Esther, I'm just going to be giving you guys revelation and what God is saying. Cause that book is so prophetic for, I mean, the whole Bible is prophetic, but specifically, and I was getting so much confirmation. Like I am, um, subscribed to this, uh, prophetic email, Thing. I don't know. I'm subscribed to this prophetic email. I don't know how to call it, what to call it. But what happens is like every single time there's a prophetic word, I will get an email. Like they'll email everybody and it'll be different. It'll be different people, what God spoke to them, what God showed them, dreams, whatever. And you guys, God confirmed this, the book of Esther, like two or three times to me. Like two or three times to me. So I was like, Man, God, you're so good. So let me just jump right in. Let me pray and invite the Holy Spirit. And we're we just going to start with um, Esther chapter one. Okay. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for just being who you are. You are a good, good, good 
Father, and we thank you, Father God, even for the afflictions that we face. We thank you, Father God, for even having us stand in the warfare. Lord, we just thank you as painful, as tiring as as it has been. Father God, we thank you that it is coming to an end, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. You are now serving justice, Father God. We thank you, God, that now you're flipping tables, Father God. We thank you now that you are turning things around for your people, God. We thank you that now, right now, God, we are beginning to see your glory, God. We're seeing your right hand, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. So, Father God, right now, I pray that you anoint my mouth, God, so that these words come out exactly the way that you have given it to me, God, and it will bless your people. I pray that that this word will reach whoever needs to hear the word right on time, Father. In Jesus' name, we rebuke delays, we rebuke hindrances, we rebuke distractions, Father. In Jesus' name, and we thank you, God, for giving us this second wind, even again, Lord, to finish this race, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Y'all, I feel it. Like, I really do. I, I feel God right now. I feel the Holy Spirit. So, um, I'm not going to read the entire chapter. I think that would be too time consuming. I just encourage you guys, do the study yourself. Do the study yourself. We have to be able to read the word and know the word for ourselves. Y'all got to be sure that I'm not some, not, not a wolf dressed dressed in sheep's clothing you guys have to know that for yourself you guys have to discern and i spoke that word um or not really a word but i shared with you guys how god um show me the different things and god may show you and speak to you in an entirely different way but you won't know that if you don't read your word i'm telling you it's as crazy as it sounds reading your word will sharpen your discernment you'll be able to hear his voice what is that the lord says my sheep knows my voice we have to be able to know. Y'all got to know for yourself, all right? So I encourage you. And look, the Bible, I'm not even saying this to be biased because I'm a reader, okay? Because I'm going to tell y'all, when I very first started um, completely changing my life and the anniversary of me truly dying to my flesh has been two years now. Two years I've been saved, like, for real, for real. Like, living my life for Christ, Um but I'm going to tell you guys, I didn't like reading the Old Testament, thinking about the Old Testament, because I've never been the type of person big on history. I just, it's always been hard for me to um, grasp for, I don't know why, but um, I'm telling you guys, when I made the decision to read uh, the book of Genesis, like just start from Genesis and I read it, you guys. The Bible is juicy. You think love and hip hop is entertaining? Huh? You think uh, Housewives of Atlanta is entertaining? You think Power is entertaining? Those are just some things that I used to watch. I'm telling you guys, the Bible, okay? If we get past those names and like me, I can't pronounce everything. So I'll just do the initials. But you get the meat of the story. It's juicy. I'm telling y'all, read your word. You will be so surprised. You'd be so surprised. So we're going to start off with um, Esther chapter one. So I'm going to read verse 10 through 12 and I'm going to break down what God has given me. So on the seventh day, seventh day of the feast, when King Xerxes uh, was in high spirits because of the wine, he told the seven eunuchs, I think that's how you say it, y'all, who attended him. 
Um, so we got M, B, H, B, A, Z, and C. These are people's names. Um, to bring Queen Vashith, Vashiti uh, to him with the royal crown on her head. He wanted the nobles and all the other men to gaze on her beauty, for she was a very beautiful woman. But when they conveyed the king's order to Queen Vashiti, she refused to come. This made the king furious and he burned with anger. So I'm going to stop right there. When Queen Vashiti said no to her king, like she straight up said no. The king wasn't even asking her to do much. Like if we think about it, he just asked her to come so people could look at you. And she said no. And I was like, what? Right? Okay. The revelation God has given me was that Queen Vashiti, Vashiti, she just didn't feel like it. Okay. And, and that's a problem. When, when we straight up say no to God, because we don't feel like it, it's like we have this arrogance of like, I can, I don't have to do that. I don't have to serve God. I don't have to obey God. I don't have to humble myself to God. Like I'll do it if I want to kind of thing. And that's a problem. God has been calling, this is the word for today. God has called some leaders, right? To do his work so that the people will see God in them. So God can get the glory. There are different assignments, different things God has been asking these people to do. But instead of being obedient, they have said no to God. They've said no to God because they forgot who the king was. Queen Vashiti was so used to getting what she wanted, right? So she got caught up in herself, okay? She forgot who she was talking to. If we think about it, she's in a palace. She is the queen, okay? And the way the king is describing describing her, she is just bomb. She everything, okay? And now she knows that. She all up in her head. She know who she is. She They having parties. If you read above, they got these big parties. Parties that last for like days and days and days and days, okay? And then the king even has separate parties, like parties for the queens or for the ladies and parties for the kings like and for the fellas like it's crazy so she getting abundance everything unlimited drinks unlimited whatever she's so used to that and what god is saying like a lot of people who are in leadership a lot of people who are in um high positions they um feel like they've beat the system so many times that they forgot who god was People who have lied and manipulated to people and situations for so long, playing situations so that it benefits them for so long, right? People who have reaped the benefits of their positions, like pastors and people, whatever, high ranks, names, whatever, people up high have been doing wrong for so long and nothing they, they've been getting away with it. Nothing bad has happened. These people have lost their minds because they forgot who the king was, just like Queen Vashiti. When you forget who is king and you are still in the palace, okay, meaning you are still in a position of favor and unlimited blessings and you have um, authority and whatnot, it's a scary place to be in. And I say that because God is, is ready. He's about to show up. He's about to show up. You know, this word is for, and it can go both ways. If you're like me, you're tired of seeing the wicked get away with stuff. And for uh, this is, can be on the other half, like for people who are in this position, if you're listening. If God has covered your mistakes time and time again, 
right? And God is giving you grace and mercy every single time and you keep, um, and God keeps allowing you to land on your feet time and time again, and you know you're being disobedient, you know you're not doing right, you've literally forgot who the king is, right? I'm just saying, you have lost your mind, okay? Um, Queen Vashiti was comfortable, like I said, in her lifestyle. Um, And that's a problem when we forget who is the one providing for us. She forgot that the reason why she even had all this luxury and this amazing lifestyle is because of the king. You understand? Like she straight up bit the hand that fed her. She said no. <laughs> right? So um, I just want to say, God is telling us today, we cannot forget who God is. We can't forget who saves us every day. We can't forget who rescues us. We can't forget who covered us. And we can't forget who erases our sins. We can't. That's all God. And we have the nerve to say no. We have the nerve to be rebellious. We have the, no, the nerve to think that we don't need God. We literally forget that our life is not our own. These people, right, forget the life is not yours. We are literally created to serve Christ. The queen is supposed to serve her king. Okay, that means whatever we ask, whatever he asks, we are to do it. Verse 15 through 18 says, what must be done to Queen Vashiti? The king demanded, what penalty, what penalty does the law provide for a queen who refuses to obey the king's orders? Properly sent, uh, properly sent through his Enoch's, okay, M, this is a name I can't pronounce, answered the king and his nobles. He said, Queen Vashiti was wrong has wronged not only the king, but also every noble and citizen throughout your empire. Women everywhere everywhere will begin to despise their husbands when they learn that Queen Vashiti has refused to appear before the king. Before this day is out, the wives of all the king's nobles throughout uh, Persia, I think, and Media, Media uh, will hear that uh, what, the, what the queen did and will start treating their husbands the same way. There will be no end to their contempt and anger. And I'm going to stop right there. This is why we have to be examples of what a real Christian looks like. This is why our lifestyle is so important because people are watching. People are watching, especially if you're called into leadership. Okay, Um I'm going to give y'all an example, right? And God checked me. So I've been pretty good. What I've learned is that when I was in Texas, um, my driving skills improved. Like I was very chill. I wasn't... Okay, before I moved to Texas and I was driving out here, y'all, I had road rage. I would drive crazy. I would switch lanes. I would drive really fast. And just to get to point A and B, like no patience whatsoever. When I moved to Texas, I believe that, oh, I've grown up, I've matured, you know, I don't drive like that anymore. Okay, moving back to LA, um, yeah, I realize it's a spirit out here. It's literally a spirit, and I just want to say specifically in, I don't know, what I say California? I don't know. I'm going to just say California, because in Texas, I didn't experience that. I won't go as small as cities, but... 
in the state of California, I noticed when I crossed the border because I drove out here, right? The minute I got into California, I noticed I felt my, my driving change. Now, not only was I comfortable, but I noticed I was speeding. I was switching lanes. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I was so confused. Fast forward, the other day I was driving, okay? And and because of that, you guys, I've been trying, I tried to be aware of that and not get um, consumed or overtaken by that spirit of impatience and rage and just accident, a spirit of accidents, right? I don't want to be driving recklessly. So, and I'm telling y'all, it, it just sneaks up on you, okay? So anyways, so I've been doing my best not to drive that way, right? And I was going somewhere. I was trying to make a turn. This lady cut me off nasty. Like, nasty. And I was so upset. I was so upset because it was like the way she did it. It was just all like, what? It wasn't just a regular cut me off. It Girl, almost hit my car. All this. Like, just what? So, I got, immediately got angry. And I was about to cut her back off. Because I I still drive like that if I wanted to. And God, I heard God so loudly. Like, Brie, you are to be an example. What if this woman is watching your YouTube channel? And you out here, you know, and it's, it's cool that I'm honest with you guys. I'm not saying I'm peachy perfect. But if you have the ability, you know, to stop something, then do it. Like, I didn't have to cut her off. That was all flesh. That was all breezes in her feelings. I was upset. I was about to do the same thing to her, tit for tat type thing. But when God said that, it convicted me so deeply. Because I think a lot of leaders, right? You don't have to be a leader with with a channel. You don't have to be a leader with a church. I mean, even an example for your children. My children weren't in the car, praise God. But for anything, you don't know who's watching you. It could be your coworker. You feel me? And and you're claiming that you're a Christian. You got tats saying, you know, I love Jesus, whatever. But then you sit up here and you you talking nasty. You got attitudes and stuff. Like people who really aren't believers or maybe they're very new to it. Like they're watching us. And that had pulled me back. We have to do the right thing. We can't influence others negatively. And that's exactly what Queen Vashidi did. She over here influencing now all these other women thinking they can just say no to their husbands. They ain't got to respect their husbands because of her. So now, look, she about to be dealt with. Um, Another example I felt led to share with you is that I've been to a few churches in the past, okay? Um, And I always had this hunger for Christ. Always, always, always had this hunger for Christ. And so I would look up to a lot of women, whether they were like relatives or not, right? Just... Always wanted to be clunk, like clingy and up under a woman to really pour into me so I can really be a godly woman. And I was just looking in all the wrong places, yada, yada, yada. And it's funny because I didn't know that because now I believe I've matured a little bit more so I can see and recognize what is of Christ and what's not. But when I was new to God, I didn't know. I didn't know. So these women uh, who portrayed themselves to be godly women mainly if I look at it is because they they quoted scriptures they knew how to pray and they attended church they had church clothes so those things I thought was what made a godly woman a woman but these are the same women who would gossip 
to me. These are the same women who would talk about other people and be two-faced. These were the same women who would, um, you know, call themselves praying. They would cover it up as praying when really it was gossip. And so because, and this is why it's a problem, because, because I thought when I saw that, it's like, okay, it seems like it's not right, but if they're doing it, you know, I was justifying it in my mind. Like, well, if they're doing it, then it must be okay. Like, no. Uh, even though, right, Jesus is to be our everyone's example. Like, we should always look to God as an example, not Bree. You know, not um, whoever, your pastor. Okay, we should always look at Jesus to be an example, not man, because we all fall short. But if you have to be mindful for people, especially who are new to Christ, who don't know exactly any better, we have to set an example. If you straight up just rebel and you just gossip all the freaking time and you're always talking about people and you're always cutting people off and you pray and you worship God with, with the same tongue that you curse people with, like that is a problem and you don't have any conviction and you're not trying to stop. You are possibly misleading others and that is not okay. So verse 19 says, um, so if so if it pleased the king, we suggest that you issue a written decree, a law of the Persians and Medes, Medes, um, that cannot be revoked. It should order that Queen Vishidi be forever banished from the presence of King Xerxes. And the king should choose another queen more worthy than she. When the decree is published throughout uh, the king's vast empire, husbands everywhere, whatever, whatever their rank will receive proper respect from their wives. And because God is true to his, oh, that, I'm sorry, guys, I was reading the scripture. Now my note says, <laughs> okay, so. Because God is true to his word, right? Because he is the word, you you don't want to be in Queen Vashidi's uh, position, okay? This is what I'm talking about. God is going to demote these people. This is when um, pretty much God is going to make an example. Hopefully, it's whoever is having the same characteristics as Queen Vashidi, if if the shoe fits, okay? Um, only you know, right? Uh, God is going to make an example out of you. Nobody likes to talk about, you know, this side of God. I understand we always want to talk about God is the one that blesses us and God, you know, is going to increase us and God is, is saving us and all that. Okay, yeah, all that is true. But also, you know, especially if you're a parent, this is exactly what it is. What a loving parent does is you correct your children. You don't let your children just disrespect you and talk to you crazy, whether they have siblings or not. But especially, right, if they have siblings. I would not let my my um 12-year-old sit here and cuss me out or straight up tell me no, especially in front of his siblings. Why? Because the other siblings are going to see that and think, oh, well, then I don't have to respect mommy either. So what do I do? I chastise my child if ever they disrespect. And that's the same thing God is doing. There, there's going to be correction because it's called order. We have to respect God. Like, who are we to think that we can just sit up here and be rebellious and call like 
this is the problem. Labeling ourselves as Christians, labeling ourselves as something and, and just not respecting it though, not respecting God. I just feel like there's a lot to be said about that. You know what I mean? Anyway, so God is removing people who have been giving the wrong example, period. Okay, we uh, believers who truly try to live a righteous life. You know, we have seen people, um, whether they're in high positions or not, we've seen the wicked people who've just gotten away with things and they just don't sincerely have the heart of God, you know, and they're in these positions that they shouldn't be in. And God, now it's enough is enough, okay? God is saying he sees it all. He sees it all. Not even just the mistreatment the mistreatment of you, right? I'm a type of person who gets upset or bothered when even other people are getting mistreated. I don't know what it is. I just have a heart for other people. I don't like when people are being mistreated. <laughs> I just don't. Right is right and wrong is wrong. And guess what? God is about to correct everything wrong um okay yeah and that's another thing i wanted to say and this word is supposed to encourage you um those who have been waiting on god to show up because you know it's frustrating to constantly see something happening that you know it's not right and you know it's not of god and it's like god where are you why are you letting this still happen okay um I know, especially if it's it's a long time, you know, you've been watching something for a long time, but I promise you, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be over here complaining like David, like, God, please do something. You know what I mean? But, you know, God's timing is everything. He sees, he knows, he's setting everything up. He is, it's not going to be forever. It's, I guarantee you that is God's word is not going to be forever. Especially in this season, I feel like there's a lot that's about to break. There's a lot that's about to be exposed that God's going to do himself. You don't have to do it. Bree doesn't have to do it. Okay. God is going to do it. Okay. But I encourage you to guys read Psalms 37. If you, if you feel like, man, this is the wicked people, like, and then you even thinking like, why am I even standing with God? Cause it just seems like evil always wins. Read Psalms 37. It will bless you. I promise you. It, it will help you get through unfair situations. Cause that's y'all. Mm, I should remember. I should have it memorized by now, but I don't. <laughs> so this is all I have for you guys today. And to keep it black and white, God is demoting people who are out of order, period. People who have been rebellious and people who have who have forgotten who the king is will now remember. They're going to see who God is, okay? And this is this is a testimony. I mean, it sucks, right? For the wicked people, um it's never to be a joyful moment when people are hurt or people are in rough situations, but I feel like I get joy in knowing that it's just justice and knowing that there's correction and what our prayers should be um, is just for the wicked to just stop, for the wicked to see God for who he is. And it's so funny because I prayed that that's going to be part of that word too. But for the wicked to really experience God, because I don't think people are just out here evil and mean and stuff just because they want to be. Like, I truly don't believe that. Because God did not design us that way. I believe people are wicked because there's a lot of pain 
unaddressed pain. Like God has been showing me there's so many people who just need to heal. People don't want to address child and believe it. And I know like it's been the theme, but people don't ever want to talk about issues that from childhood. I promise you guys a lot of stuff. If a lot of stuff has been, let me tell how do I say this? Jesus People who are wicked, people who seem to be evil, right? Because they're allowing these spirits to operate in them, okay? When they allow that, it's usually because there's some rooted pain that is unaddressed. There's some trauma that is unaddressed. It is so crazy. It is so crazy because it's it's a pattern. And God was telling me a lot of people need to heal, a lot of people need to heal. A lot of us just weren't even raised properly. And it's not like to bash parents, right? Because I used to, and I'm going to just put it out there, right? I used to feel some type of way. I didn't particularly like the way my parents raised me because it did shape me into the woman that I was. And it took God to shape me into the woman that I am now. Okay, and I noticed the same with other people that I know. If we look back at the parents and what they did and how they corrected, quote unquote, their children, what they did to their children, what they didn't do with their children, it shapes people into like the adult. Like, I feel like a lot of a lot of us (laughs) and it could be people way older than us. Like I'm 30. I'm about to be 30 this year. And it can be people way older than us that act like big babies. They act like grown kids. And it's just so crazy. But God is like saying, it's just because of rooted issues, unaddressed issues that people want to say, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. Oh, no, I'm good, I'm good. I'm fine. Oh, that's you. That ain't me. That's you. And so many people are hurting inside. And it's sad, like, because it's been like, for however long of people just looking over their stuff, right? They've gotten so caught up. And I ain't going to say, I mean, this, I guess it doesn't really tie into Queen Vashidi, but yeah, I don't see how this ties into Queen Vashidi's situation. So I'm not even going to make it fit, but I just feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting me to say that we have to see things in the spirit. That anybody who's wicked, anybody who is just evil, anybody who is maliciously doing things that's not really of God, there is some pain and we are just to pray for them. That has been my new prayer, that God will cover people in his love. I don't even pray judgment anymore, but that's what, sometimes that's what takes place. We know King Nebuchadnezzar, had to be humbled in the craziest way, okay? God literally made him kind of crazy. Like, he was in the woods. I don't know, was it like seven years? It's different for every person. Because Paul, he didn't need to be in the wilderness, and he changed. So, and I'm speaking like stories from the Bible. So, what it's just, God, your will be done, but we just want people to really know God for who he is, love God for who he is, and release stuff that's hurting them. So, sorry, I went on a little tangent, a little rant right there. (laughs) But anyway, you know, just know that God is flipping it. Because even though it's true and all, like, people are hurting and people, you know, really need to see God for who he is, that's fine. But you still reap what you sow. 
okay? There are still consequences for your actions. And that's what I teach my kids. Like you can be sorry all day long and you can even be repentful, you know, but there are still certain consequences, whether that's building trust up again, whether that's, you know, you just get something taken away from you, whatever it is, or it could just be, you know, no consequence. I don't know. It just depends. But I know with God, like he's given people time to repent. And so when you just straight up say no, and you don't want to repent because you feel like you good where you are and you've gotten this far and God has never showed his hand. Like it's another thing. It's a whole nother thing. So anyway, keep praying for those people. Um, and if, and if you are that person, I encourage you to repent, repent now, repent now, literally go inside yourself and expose and tell God what you've been doing. That's not right. And really turn away from that. But for those, like, if you've been like me as of late, you've been sold out for Christ and really trying to live a a godly life and really serve him with all of your heart, all of your being, all of your soul. You guys, this is a good time for us. This is an exciting time for us. Okay. So again, that's all I have. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you guys for, um, you know, supporting me. I truly appreciate it. You guys, the numbers are going up. I'm excited. I, I really am. God is truly doing a work and he's growing. He's growing my uh, YouTube channel. He's growing the podcast platform. And I'm just excited for what he's what he's going to do. Um, I wanted to say also, you guys, don't forget, I do post new videos on YouTube every Thursday. The info will be in the description box below. And as you guys know, every Tuesday I will be uploading a uh, podcast here on It's Black and White. Um, I will have a short prayer after this video. But just know that you guys are covered in my prayers um, in Jesus Christ. Okay? So just know if God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? You don't need to be afraid of nobody because you have God on your side, okay? I love you guys, and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye.